0: Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Look over at your neighbor and say, man, he's in this room. Come on, he is in this room (laughs) this morning, and uh, I praise him and honor him, and so thankful for him, man. I tell you, if um, you're new with us at Faith Renewed today, just welcome to Faith Renewed, and uh, just the presence of God is what we're after, and I tell you, when we get him, we get what we need. Amen. When we get him, we get everything we need, and it's all wrapped up. In Jesus. So give me Jesus, man. I'll take it above everything else. Wow. But I am glad that you're here. If it's your first time, just make yourself at home. I'm excited to have you. If it's your first time joining us today online, welcome to our online family. But uh, let our first time guests know you love them, church. Would you do that? Amen. Yeah. Hey Amen. And I know it's summer and there's folks out there, some watching online. We're glad you tuned in. Excited to have you. So do this, drop a comment, let us know where you're at today. But no matter where you're at, grab your Bible if you would and go with me to James chapter 4. Come on, yeah, James chapter 4. And um, I'm just going to hang out for a couple of moments this morning, a few minutes. Um, uh, I, I know we've worshiped a lot, and I think that's exactly what needed to happen. In this room, I don't know if you if you know that. That's exactly what needed to happen in this room. How many knows the Holy Spirit? So he's very sensitive to the needs in the room. He's very sensitive, and uh, and uh, again, there's just still a word that was declared over this house. I'm I'm not going to get away from that because I believe it was the Holy Spirit speaking through man to this house that worships the centerpiece this summer in this house, and so we're going to be pursuing that and going after that in deep. Uh, so. But man, James chapter 4, if you use a U version Bible app, you can use that as well. This morning, click on there, more than events, follow right along, you'll see only just two points today, two things on my heart, and I won't, it won't be long, um, but verses 13 through 17, I'm reading from the NLT today, it says, look here, you who say today or tomorrow, we're going to a certain town and we'll stay there a year, we will do business there and make a profit How do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like the morning fog. It's here a little while, then it's gone. What you ought to say is, if the Lord wants us to, we will live and do this or that. Otherwise, you are boasting about your own pretentious plans, and all such boasting is evil. Remember, It is sin to know what you ought to do and then not do it. I think we can sum that up by singing, Give Me Jesus. I'm telling you, bro. In tune, man. Thank you, worship team. Um, Let's pray. I'm going to talk for a few minutes. So, God, thank you for your Holy Spirit who's just here. You're in this room today. And may we not uh, miss what you're wanting to do in our hearts and lives. May we just be open to what you want to say, God. And um, may we be sensitive to that today. We just give you the honor and glory for it all. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Tell your neighbor, next week's Father's Day. Yeah. Next week's Father's Day. And so uh, we'll have a gift for all the fellas. We didn't forget you. I know... uh, during Mother's Day, there were some coffee mugs floating around with candy and, and stuff, and there were some jealous, upset, coveting men in this house. And so uh, we love you, have not forgot about you. So, fellas, get here next week. You may get something special too, so uh, so be here. But um, uh, we are in a series right now. It's called Relationship Goals, and um, we uh, kicked that off on Mother's Day. Kind of cool. And so we hung hung out, honored our mothers, dove deep the following week into, uh, the I guess, the relationship that has to happen first. First, um, our relationship with the Lord getting us right and that's where we've been kind of like hanging out through this time and been kind of digging into that, seeing what that looks like a little bit more, talking about firsts and priorities and, and I said that's going to be foundational throughout this whole series. Um, We talked about that we were just loved by God. And how many of you knows God loves you? Amen. Aren't you thankful that God loves you? And I'm t- he loves me more than anybody. I'm his favorite. <laughs> Amen. He just told me that just a few moments ago. Amen. He just said it a little while ago. So uh, I'm his favor so on father's day he just he loves me more than you but uh it's all good um but but we are we're loved by god um we taught the father we just asked a question how are you and um i hope you've you've answered that i hope you're answering that question and continue to do that and then uh last week we just uh simply just talked about jesus you're welcome here and we talked about man just pursuing a heart of mary and uh putting worship above and before anything else and um man i'm telling you thank you You just did that this morning. You just pursued that. And so, again, that's something that we want to go after. And so today the title is just simply that we need each other. We need each other. And, um... And I just, uh, I guess, just a little bit flow today, and I think the Holy Spirit, he just set all this up because of what was on my heart, because I um, just feel like, again, it wasn't going to take a lot of time, but did have a couple of things. I just kind of felt like heavy on my heart this morning. And so just two focal points today, um, and, uh, you know, we'll close out in a little bit and get you out of here. But um, two things, I, and I kind of feel like this is like today, it's kind of like it's like a family meeting, Tell you Tell, you, tell you nothing, man. you family, all right? And so uh, is it okay if we have a family meeting? All right, and so cool. So if, if you give permission, you know, in the family, you can say whatever needs to be said. And uh, you, you can do whatever needs to be done. And so you've given permission today. So a couple of things when it comes to family. I just feel like Omaha urgencies today, I guess, is what we're saying. The, the first one is this, and it's in your notes, that life is short. It just is, um, and so again, just like really, just two things on my heart. Just that life is short. First of all, that I, I want us to really kind of see this and get this today, like in us. Um, like our, our text today said again in verse thirteen. Look, look here. You, you say today or tomorrow we're going to do a certain to a certain town. We'll stay there a year. We'll do business. We'll make profit. How do you know that? How do you know that? I'm like, I mean, how do you know that's what's going to happen? Now, the Bible doesn't say not to make plans. I mean, that's a, that's a bad idea to not have a plan. Uh, very uh, horrible idea. Matter of fact, this is not what this is speaking of. Just like last week's message was not talking about not, not serving. It was just talking about worship first. And it was talking about, again, the order and the flow of, of what that should look like. So today, I, I want us to say this is not saying not have a plan. You need to have a vision. You, have a, you need to have a vision, a clear vision. You need to be in tune with that vision, following out the steps and goals to fulfill and make that vision happen. But again, he's saying what we need to is make sure in those moments when we're planning for what's next, we don't miss what's right now. That we don't miss what's right. Now that that we don't miss right what's now in this moment, and so so many times we pursue the thing at the end, and we miss the pursuit of what should be happening. And again, our greatest pursuit is Him and His presence. And so, and again, we go after things. And and I don't know the worship team, Adam. Thank you, man, for that. Give me Jesus, bro, because this was a setup. Even just like today, just some of the quotes and things that were in my message, it was like I was like, man, like this is it. Because one of the things in my notes today is it's, it's a a quote from a guy named Jim Elliott. I don't know if you know anything about Jim Elliott, man. This was a missionary who was martyred in Ecuador who laid his life down for the gospel. And I mean, like, this this dude had a pursuit and a hunger to share Jesus. And, like, man, if, if he was singing a song today, it was like, give me Jesus, bro. I'll take that over anything else. And, like, and this is what he said. He said, he is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose. Man, he is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose. And so what I'm talking about today is like, man, in this short life that we have, in the pursuit that we're after, in going after God and looking towards him, like, man, let's not miss what's what's the most important thing. Let's let's don't miss the most important pursuit. Let's don't miss the greatest relationship. Like a man, we're talking about relationship goals. Let's not miss this one. Because man, it goes quick. It goes fast. I'm, I'm, I'm hanging out with one of our, our young men in the, in the church and trying to just kind of share some thoughts and pour into him a little bit. And, and he's, he's 15, and we were talking this week. And uh, and, and it was funny. I, I didn't laugh at him because I was like trying to be pastoral. Um, and, but he was started telling me about a situation. And we were sitting there, man. And this is what's wild. And I want you to hear this, young people. Like, he was like, again, 15. He said, Man, when I was young. <coughs> And he was younger. I was, I, was, I was like, yeah, that's true. I mean, that's true. Amen. And he's like, you know, yeah, he's 15. And so when he was before then, you know, so, so he made that statement. He was like, yeah, back when I was young. And I was just like, yeah, man, you know. And I was like, I remember that. 15, 15 was back when I was young. So, like, now that you've reached the age, that was when you. And I'm like, man, and like, right now my dad's 86. And, uh, and, and I'm sort of thinking about, man, like, but you know something, that's young. So, really, he, he wasn't, like, missing it. He made a cool statement, but I feel like a lot of times we think, man, like, we're young now. Now, I want you to see something. 86 years in the span of eternity, it's nothing. And we don't know. We don't know how quick this happens. Phil, one of the, the men in our church just attended a, a funeral this, this week of a six-year-old. And so this is my heart today is like as I was thinking about that. I I don't want us to miss the fact of how short life is, how precious that it is, and like how quick it can come and go. And so as we look at this, like I, I really feel like, man, like one of the biggest things, like I hope that comes out of this series is for us to understand the priorities in our life need to be in order. Like, man, it's like above everything else, like right now. I really feel like that's a drive, like right now. That's a that's the heart, like, the, the, that's the pursuit. Amy Carmichael, also a missionary, an Irish uh, missionary who, who gave her life in India, who, who like, poured herself into that, that, that country, she said this, she said, We'll have eternity to celebrate the victories, but only a few hours before sunset to win them. Ooh, man, Amy, go, girl! I mean, that's awesome. Like, like we can celebrate in heaven, and again, when we rejoice here. But man, let's not miss the moments. Let's not miss like right now, like in our text. The the the, the and we read this about man. This is our life being this fog. The New King James says a vapor. I came home the other evening, and it was one of those, like, hot days, and it had been, like, I mean, like, hot. You know what I'm talking about. And then a rain came in, and it had kind of cooled things down a little bit, but it had sat on top of my storage building in my, 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 my backyard. And as, the, again, you saw the difference in this hot roof and this cool rain that hit it, and a vapor was just coming up off of it. And I pulled in. I was like, man, am I building on fire at first? I was like, and then it just, like, man, it, was like, it rose up and then gone. This is what he says. This is what he says, like, and so, like, man, like, this is like how quick life is, and so, I like, man, there's an urgency in my heart today, like that we take serious now and understand the seriousness of this. I, I remember, like, man, when I was when I was, I'm gonna say it, young, or er, uh, when I was younger, like, I re- I remember this, like, there was like a this urgency in my spirit. We just family meetings, so sometimes you cry at family meetings, amen. I just I remember like an urgency. I mean, I'm talking about an urgency of like tomorrow, he may come back. Well, today he may come back. It was wild, man. I mean, I was I remember like sitting in church services, like, man, thinking like, man, you know something before the end of this service, before closing prayer, I could be at the feet of Jesus. That's wild to think about. That's, like, that's really wild to think about that that's how quick life can be. That's how That's how quick. And I was like, man, there was this urgency. And it was wild because that was partnered with this feeling of being young and like being invincible. You know, like, man, like, man, it didn't matter, man, what could happen. But there was still in the back of that struggle of being young and kind of thinking you, you could do it all and being invincible. There was still like this urgency in my heart to know, man, that this holy God, like, would one day come back. And that just kept doing something to me. It kept doing something to my heart to, like, man, sometimes that kept me from certain things, things that my flesh wanted to go towards, areas that, man, the sin nature in me wanted to go after. Like, man, the urgency that I'd have to bow before that cotton one day, it, like, did something to me. And I feel like, man, in this generation, and I'm not talking about just the young, I'm talking about, like, right now, all of us who are in this, I feel like the urgency has lifted. I do. I feel like the urgency is lifted. And I feel like men, like more now than ever before, like we need to go back and grab hold of the urgency today that man, like one day, like he's coming back again. And like the, the sky's gonna open up, he's gonna return. But before that, we may not make it till then. Some of y'all are like, man, Pastor, I didn't think relationship goals was going this direction. Me either. <clears throat> All right, me either. Family meeting. And man, I'm telling you, right now, life is short. It's short. Secondly, the day again told you what it take long. Life is short. Secondly, this is has just been on my hardness. This is just kind of like we have to go into this and go after this as we dig deeper into this series. But man, we need relationship. In this short life, in this time of life being a vapor here today, being gone tomorrow, like we need relationship. Like we need to like make that a priority and a pursuit. And again, that greatest relationship is the Father. We go after him, but I want us to see the need for each other. And like I want us to see the need for family. And as we're talking about just sitting together today, like man, imagine we're all just sitting around this table, like as a family. I want you to see how important it is that we need this relationship right now. Like, we need each other. And I think as we get closer to the return of Christ, we're going to need each other more, not less. And I know there's a drive today, but towards self-sufficiency, and we're going, to, like we're going to be able to sustain, and we're going to be able to do this, listen, not by ourselves, Not alone. And he didn't want it to be that way. It was amazing, like, man, God created the heavens and earth, and he kept looking. He's like, man, that's good. I'm awesome. And basically, he's like, man, I'm the, I'm the man. And i like, that's amazing. And you can say that, like, you can do that if you're God. Amen. You have permission. But he was like, look at man, that's good. He made men. He's like, man, you know something that's not good? But he's alone. He's alone. Like, he's like, man, they, they, we need each other. So Genesis 2, 18, the Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. And so, like, the Lord knew he like knew early on, like, man, listen, you don't need to be in this thing by yourself. Like, we need each other. Like, we need to be in relationship together. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12 says this. It says two people are better off than one. Like two are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. I mean, in real trouble. Like, man, y'all out there by yourself, nobody to help pick you up. So, man, you're in real trouble if you fall by yourself. We really need to be in a relationship. He said, likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked, defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Oh, man, they're even better. Three are even better for a triple-braided cord is not easily broken. Like, man, what I'm saying today like, is we need each other. You need relationship in your life. You may think, man, no, nah, I'm kind of like man to enter. I'm to pull back. I don't need no. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. More than you realize. More than you think you do. You need people in your life. So, man, we're talking about relationships. And so when I'm talking about relationship this morning, the family context, man, we need each other. I need every one of you to get on board with this. I need every one of you being a part of what God is doing in this house. I love something Pastor Chris Hodges said. He said all of us have to be involved in taking care of all of us. What? Man, and you know what can happen? It's just easy to happen. Like, man, we could pull back and we can kind of just say, we can kind of shift back and say, man, all right, there's somebody else who can take care of that. No, no, I want you to understand, listen, we need all of us to take care of all of us. We, we're in a relationship that I'm speaking of, man. So that means we do this. That means we take investing serious. Like, man, I'm. Like, we're very serious about this. We were talking about, man, last week, the distraction versus the devotion. And, man, there is today things trying to distract you from your devotion with the Lord. There are things trying to pull you away from his presence and pull you away from his feet, draw you away from those things. But you know what also he said we are to be devoted to? Not just to him. Oh, man, look at this. Acts chapter 2, Acts chapter 2, verse 42. This says that all the believers devoted themselves. To you, Lord. I'll sit at your feet. And I'm just gonna no, no. Again, it comes first. We never stop. We go after him. But when you get up, like when it's all said and done, this is what he's saying. They devoted, there's a devotion here. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. I'm like, man. So they took serious devotion to the Lord, but also devotion to one another. And so, man, like this is like what we have to pursue. Like, man, we have to be very intentional in the investing of relationships in the both those that are around us and in making that central in what we do. I, I, I was, uh, I, I was, I've been. Uh, I don't know if you know. Some of you guys know. We're selling our house, we're moving, and there's a lot going on. And man, it's been like wild, just trying to get everything ready. And I, I wanted to do something before I left our house about four years ago five years ago we had a tree cut down in our yard and uh I mean this is one of the massive tree roots going up underneath the driveway And I was like man that thing's got to go always keeping a mess in my yard and I'm serious about my yard and so I was like man that has to go and so man we came in and man we had that thing removed I come in behind it threw some dirt back in cleaned up took all that and all that stuff planted some seed and man thought that like hey I'm good Five years later, man, you know what I had in my yard? A bunch of dirt and a bunch of of weeds. I'm serious, man. It was like, man, it was like a bunch of dirt and a bunch of weeds. And, man, because again, the ground had been destroyed by, again, the tree there, by that root system. The soil that was there had been so so messed up, and, and it wasn't ready for the seed that was being put in it. And, man, this was what was wild. I thought I could just throw some seed out there, and it's going to be good. But you know what happened? The next year, and I was like, man, the grass is going to be there this year. It's going to happen this year. That summer came and gone, I still had a bunch of dirt and a bunch of weeds. Because, man, I didn't take the time to invest in getting rid of those things that had injured That soil. I didn't take time to pour into it again. This is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about investing, we can't just throw it out there and say, man, it's all going to be good. Because you're going to be coming out there cutting weeds the next year. And how many knows those, they grow faster than the grass? Hey, man, them things that come up the next day, man, as soon as you cut, by the evening time. You, it's full. And so, man, I was like, man, but I said, I want to do something before I leave. This year, man, I was like, I want to be intentional. And so I did something like I, I put out like some, some weed and feed stuff in my yard. And, man, I'm talking. you, I don't know if you're about weed and feed. It worked. All right. So this is what happened. I had like a, some grass, and then that was there. Did it do, not affected by the root system. And then the rest, man, just was weeds. I right. said, so I'm going to kill off the weeds. It worked. I was left with a bunch of dirt. Hey, man, I'm telling you, man, I had grass and then dirt, and the angel was at me, and she said, don't you regret doing that when we're getting ready to sell the house? And we're getting ready to put it on the market. we got to be showing the house, and you got a dirt front yard. I mean, I was just kind of like, oh, man. I was like, man, but we have to do something. We have to get rid of some stuff first. We have to get rid of those things. I have to be serious and intentional about this. So I did something. I mean, I put the weed and feed in there. It died out, so I got out there. I, don't, I can't tell you how many evenings after I got home that I bent down and pulled weeds out of the ground that were dead that I rate, man, and I pulled, and I rate, and I pulled and I rate, and I pulled, and then I did this, man. I put some seed in the ground, and man, not just this time. It was just seed. I wasn't going to throw it out there. This is what I did. I took some seed that had, had fertilizer in it. It had a soil mixture enhancer in it, treatment, and then I did something that I needed to do the whole time. I put water to that thing every day. You know what I did this morning when I got up? Went down to Spend some time in prayer, study. I wanted to turn the sprinkler on first, and I did so. But I, I don't. That I was. I've been proud of this thing, man. I, I took a picture this morning. I don't know if you guys could put this on, on, on the, it, just on the screen, real quick. I don't know. Is that is that on there? Is that up there? I, I want you to understand, man. That's my beautiful shadow. That's the glow. I'm standing in the light right there. And uh, I, I want you to understand the importance. Of this. My wife has got sick and tired of hearing me talk about this. She has. Like I've been like every day. I was like, man, I got grass. Do you see the grass today? Did you look at that stuff? I was, I was excited about that grass because I'd invested. And I took that seriously. So I, and to, to you, that made it be no big deal. That's been dirt for five years and weeds. And, man, and, and I was like, man, so excited about that. And, and this is what I, I, my, my struggle was. I, I was expecting to reap where I had not sown. And it was amazing it was, I think like, this is the year you can remove that because I was going I'll admire it, man. I do good work. Hey, man, I, I did some good. Thank you, Lord. He brings the increase, but, man, I sowed. Amen. You see my grass? This is better than my dog right here. But I, I'm like, I, I, I think a lot of times, like, I thought I would have grass the following year, but I hadn't done what I was supposed to do. And in the relationships in our life, please, let's stop trying to expect a harvest where we have not sown. Let's don't expect our relationship with the Lord to be better if we had our sowing into that. With our, with our spouses, with our friends, with our family, and with this church. And I just want to like just share some things as we get ready to close. And, uh, we're speaking. You can come on around because we're just going to close up in just a second. But I I, I I want to I want to just share some things because I, I just like sense this in my heart, and it's like been like really heavy, and I can't get away from it. So I have to be honest. And you said this is a family meeting, and I can talk to you. Um, I, I, and, and it's not a rebuke. It's a reminder. Um, and I think there's a big difference. Amen. Um, but I I, I think a lot of times, man, we the distractions and life and us getting so busy that can flow over into our church family. And it can. It can do this. And I, and I know this. And I know, like, we have multiple services now, man, which is amazing. Like, man, we have, we have like, again, there's going to be a 9 o'clock right now. That's 11 o'clock going to happen. We have online community. We're in a culture now where, like, that's a big deal. And people are watching there. And I think, again, all those things are amazing, They're great. Like, and if you have a mindset to where you say, man, I just want the church to just to stay small, that's not biblical. And and again, you said I could say, well, it's the Bible, so I'm okay. That's right, never mind. I don't need your permission, all right? So we're good. We got the Bible back set up. But they add it to the church daily. We're not doing that. We're not. We're like, like they. Like he added to the church every, every day. There was the church was being added to. So I was saying is that man, it, it can't get too big. It's not possible. And if we're like preaching the gospel, man, and we're going out being the missionaries, God's called us to be. And when I was reading these quotes from these missionaries, I want you to understand, like God's not saying quit your job and go into the mission field. He's saying, like, man, your job is your mission field. He's saying your family is your mission field. Not leave your family. Your family is it. Don't leave the church. The church is it. And so, like, man, we pursue these things. But what I feel like in my heart that, again, just to remind us of when we have the multiple services, we have the online, what we can do, and it's real easy. And say, well, somebody else is going to take care of that. Somebody else is going to take care of that, and, and it's easy for us to say that, and, and, and somebody else will do it, and, and we have a like more structure than ever before, which is cool, and I love that. But, man, we didn't start a prayer team so that everybody else in the church stopped so they could stop praying. Family meeting. I'm going to keep reminding us, so it's all good. Well, we, we didn't start a worship team, and, and so that they could worship, we could watch. I then sort start a care team like, so somebody else can cares, and we can just reap the benefits. It takes all of us to minister and to take care of all of us. It takes everyone in this room. And so, again, we have these things. We put these things in place and, like, we need to see how important this is. And so, like, when Romans 12, 15 says, like, be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep, who's, who's he talking about? The church, being there for one another, celebrating the victories. So when a baby comes along, don't don't say this like, man, we'll we'll let the young people take care of celebrating the babies. We'll let them take a meal and give them a present. When a wedding happens, somebody gets married and and whatever, just... I've been married 47. I don't need... No, listen, listen. Who's supposed to rejoice with them? Us. Who's supposed to honor them and bless them, celebrate with them? If we're not doing that, we're too busy. We're distracted. Someone somebody loses a loved one, to weep with them. Not just say, I'll pray for you. No. Huh. Now, I just say I pray for you, but we're supposed to weep with them. And be, that means like you get in there and you like put your arms around, and love them. And, and I know, man, like we're big on faith groups now, and we're seeing some things happen there. But what the Holy Spirit's put on my heart, we're not supposed to just leave it to faith groups. I'm serious. Like, like sometimes the shift can be like uh, like that's where I believe we can miss it and get too big if we think, man, it's just somebody else's. This is our church that God's given us. This is our church family that he's brought together. That we're supposed to be loving and rejoicing and weeping and celebrating and honoring together. And it's going to take all of us. If you've heard this today as a rebuke, man, that's not my heart. I promise you. If you know me, you know it's not my heart. But it's a reminder today that, man, every one of us are so valuable, so needed. And I know, man, we can't beat everything, do everything. I I am not asking you to do that. But, man, I want us to be intentional, and I want us to see the need for relationship. And I want us to sow into it. And I want us to see the return that will come from it. And I want us to not think for one moment, man, that we will receive a return in an area we haven't sown. I've done that. I went that for several years, and it's just a bunch of dirt a bunch of weeds, and it leaves you frustrated if you would just stand with me please and I just want to just right there in this in the right there where you're at I just would love to just as, as the worship team closes us out with a song what you guys singing what's on your heart pull me out Ooh, that's good that's good I want us to just kind of just, just form some groups in the in the house today if you can and just it can be three or four four or five, 12. I don't care whatever just I just want us to connect with each, so each other in the room and this is just what I feel as we close out this service today. Yeah, thank you, guys. You're already doing it. Yeah, just turn around and just connect with somebody in the room. And, just, and if there's a prayer need they have, pray for them. And if they don't have a need, just be blessed over them. And just, you know, some of you may need to exchange numbers. I just I want to say that right now. Exchange numbers with someone. Learn somebody's name. Learn a, get a new number. Contact. Just so, again, we can be there for each other. Because, again, our faith groups is not going to fix be the answer to everything. So, again, we need each other. So as the worship team sings and closes us out in song, just pray if there's any needs in your group. Just pray if there's any needs at all in your group. And if there are no needs, once you get through praying, can we just spend these last few moments in worship as they get ready to close us out today? Amen. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.